Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023, and this is day 1918 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you so much for allowing us to go forth and fulfill this uh, amazing, unique purpose that you've given each and every one of us. I pray, Father, that we don't take it for granted, that we realize that what you blessed us with is a great gift, and you want us to use it to impact the kingdom of God. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is to tell the truth, to tell the truth. There used to be this show called Truth or Consequences years ago, <laughs> and it was pretty funny. It was pretty good. Well, this is this is very serious for us to tell the truth. Uh, as it pertains to living according to the word of God. And truth uh, is huge because Jesus is the truth. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father except through him. So in order for us to understand truth and how to live in truth, we must have Jesus in order to do so. We're coming out of John chapter 8, verses 31 through 47. John 8, 31 through 47. And it says, To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? So they're thinking in the natural. (laughs) We've never been slaves. We are of Abraham's descendants. All right, there's verse 34. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. He made it clear. (laughs) Now, a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you are looking for a way to kill me (laughs) because you have no room for my word. He's saying you're being really a hypocrite. You're saying you're Abraham's descendants, which... Okay, if you are, you would be showing love to me. You're trying to kill me. I am telling you what I have seen in the Father's presence, and you are doing what you have heard from your father. Mm. Abraham is our father, they answered. If you were Abraham's children, said Jesus, then you would do what Abraham did. As it is, you are looking for a way to kill me. A man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. 
Abraham did not do such things. You are doing the works of your own father. And that would be of Satan, actually. We we are not illegitimate children, they protested. The only father we have is God himself. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I have come here from God. Listen, God is love. (laughs) I have not come on my own. God sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet, because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove my guilt, me guilty of sin? If I am telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you don't hear is that you do not belong to God. Wow, wow, wow. He laid it out so clearly, Jesus did, to, to these children of Abraham who do not love God. <laughs> you know, they are speaking out of both sides of their mouth. I don't know if you've ever encountered someone like that, you know, and then they turn around and lie. He's saying, when you do that, you are basically, you are serving the father, your father, which is Satan. So there was no room for doubt there. Point number one. Have you ever been told the truth about a particular situation but refused to believe it because of what you've been taught throughout your lifetime? I remember when I was in junior high school, or now it's called middle school, (laughs) my mother said there was no school because of the abundance of snow we were getting. (laughs) Keep in mind now, we did not have Doppler radar and weather channels back in the 70s (laughs) or school closings popping up on the news channel. I think she may have, it may have been on the radio, but I didn't know. She just said, no, there's no school. So I loved school. I love going. And I'm like, oh, please, can I just go and see mama just to make sure, you know, she goes. So, you know, so out of disbelief, I went to school anyway. And uh, the doors were locked. (laughs) Walked all the way back home. Told my mother she was right. But I still got in trouble. I got a whipping for that. And that was because my mother said I was calling her a liar. I wasn't. But, you know, that (laughs) was a lesson I'll never forget. I I just thought, okay. You know, um, she handled the situation in the way she knew. The moral of the story is when the truth is staring you right in the face, Jesus Christ We need to accept him. Otherwise, we're accepting the father of liars, Satan. And and our final demise will not be a whipping, but eternity in hell, where there will be an unquenchable fire, weeping and gnashing of teeth forever. That's not where God intended for us to go. 
only Satan and a third of the angels who followed after him. So, yeah, that, you know, me, that scenario with my mom and I, that's nothing compared to what it will be like if we live a life of lies or if we believe in lies and, you know, carry it out and and do go against the word of God. That is an extremely serious state to be in. And and there are some people I remember knowing a beautiful young woman we were friends and almost every other word that came out of her mouth was a lie. And there was for no reason. I couldn't believe it or understand why. And now I know as I learned the word of God years ago learning this, it was because of the enemy in her life who she was following, you know, and very kind hearted and all the above, but you couldn't believe a thing she said. Because she lied all the time. Point number two. Jesus makes it clear of how to truly be free from this state of mind. First, we must hold to Jesus' teachings. In order to hold to his teachings, we've got to know what they are. And for us to know what they are, we need to study the word of God. That is the key. Second, That makes us true disciples. If we say we're saved and we follow Jesus, well, are we holding to his teachings and are, you know, and studying the word of God and doing what it says? Then if we are, we're truly one of his disciples. Then third, then we will know the truth. Uh, Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's the key to know him and to be like him, to take on his character traits. Number four, and when we know Jesus, we are set free. That is the best and that is true freedom. When we are set free through uh, salvation and then through the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us (laughs) into all truth. (laughs) That's what the Holy Spirit does. And he also gives us power. Jesus left the Holy Spirit when he went to be with the Father. He sent us the Holy Spirit so that we could have him to do these things for us. And so often we leave him out of the picture. We don't follow after him. We don't, you know, we don't trust in the Holy Spirit. And Jesus left him for us. He's here again to lead and guide us into all truth and equip us with the power we need to have that supernatural power in the Lord to overcome the obstacles in our lives or to endure those trying times. We're going to go through the valley of the shadow of death. So there are going to be a lot of situations that God's not going to take it away. He's going to allow us and give us the strength through the Holy Spirit to go through those situations. Several years ago when I was teaching in our old church on Wednesday nights and we had several people that would come and many of the people that would come uh, lived in the neighborhoods. A lot of them uh, were dealing with homelessness and uh, addictions. Uh, A lot of people were being prostituted and uh, these were beautiful people that God would send. And we truly uh, had a great time getting to know one another. 
and God blessed us to serve the people that were coming through free clothing giveaways, through free, you know, anyone could come and have a meal on Wednesday nights. And one of the things that stood out to me, and I asked God about this, was I I could not understand why so many of the people could not or would stay in that same place. I mean, what I mean by that, they weren't growing. They were consistently being homeless, consistently being addicted to drugs or whatever it was that no matter what the word being preached or taught, I didn't see change. And it really bothered me and concerned me a lot. And the the Holy Spirit showed me something significant. And he showed me uh, that the they were living lies. They were uh, conditioned, many of the people were conditioned to do illegal things and to lie to get by. And he showed me uh, how to begin teaching uh, through the word of God on how to get out of those situations. And some of the things that he showed me were things not only uh, that pertain to them, but pertain to my own life as well. One of Some of the things he showed me was uh, that buying uh, illegal movies back in the, during that time, we bought, uh, you know, CDs or the, you know, tapes that you can play. And so it was a really big deal that people were selling them illegally. And uh, we were just as guilty of buying illegal movies. Now, you might think, oh, that's no big deal. But yes, it is a big deal. It was a federal crime, but we didn't think much of it. Those were some of the things that were going on on a regular basis. They were selling them and buying them. The other thing was uh, selling and buying food stamps, uh, you know, um, government assistance, using that as a method, lying and selling those, I know many people that would uh, that made decent money that would buy these food stamps uh, from people. So instead of them using those food stamps for food for their families, that that was taking food out of the children's mouth, uh, and the children weren't eating because the adults in the household were using that to go sell that money for food to do other things with it. Now, in some cases, very few, uh, there were people saying, hey, I need this to pay my utilities. So it was just this vicious cycle. The other was uh, there were people that were lying to get disability. They literally told me how they could, they knew how to talk the talk, the certain language to get uh disability when they weren't even disabled. So what was happening is now you've spoken this over your life. Now this is what you will become because we hold the power of life and death in our tongue. And we speak those things that are not as though they are. So if you begin to speak, I'm disabled, then you will be disabled. And do, they were doing it in order to get money. But this is this is something that was embedded in that lifestyle, in that culture, were those the people that we were serving were living. And then, of course, stealing. 
stealing was one of the biggest things in order to uh, live the life that they felt like they needed to live in uh, living in properties that did not belong to them, uh, stealing uh, money from places and food from, you know, just things like that. And, And so the Lord had me teaching on that for weeks and many lives were transformed. Many lives were changed. And I am so grateful to God for being obedient because it was a little touchy at first because you know, you might feel like, well, they're going to think that I'm picking on them or that. But when it comes to teaching the word of God, we we've got to get beyond that and understand that God is using you as a vessel to bring that word no matter what. And some toes are going to be stepped on. And that's OK. You if God has given it to you to speak, you need to speak it boldly and do what he said do. You will be blessed And you will see the fruit. You will see the change. And God allowed me to see the change in many of the people's lives. And it did not necessarily happen immediately. But many of those people came back. It might have been a year or two later. And to say, hey, hey, Pastor Jackie, I'm doing better now. I've got a job. I've got a house now. Uh, I'm no longer on drugs. I've been going through treatment. And, uh, and and it just would bring tears to my eyes. It, it, just so many of them that I didn't even recognize them anymore because they had changed and they were doing the will of God. Listen, what God has given you to do is not in vain. I believe there's some out there you might feel like I'm doing this. I'm doing what God is saying, but for some reason, I'm not seeing the results. I'm not seeing fruit. Keep doing it. It's coming is taking place and uh, believe it. Believe it in your heart. <clears throat> it's just not manifested on the outside, but it's taking place on the inside. God is changing lives through your obedience. And listen, it also changed mine. We stopped doing some of those things, especially the part <laughs> about the illegal uh, buying of the movies. And my husband and I talked about that. We said, we're not going to do that anymore and threw away any that we had gotten in. that way. So God will also (laughs) will allow us to be convicted by his word and we need to be obedient and uh, get away from the lies. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the key. He is the truth. I said that earlier, right? Uh, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness, along with DIY projects. So we're having a good time with the T-Zoners this summer, uh, and we are grateful to you for your support, your financial support, your prayers, and, you know, it's just a beautiful thing. Uh, We just did our first payroll for the youth uh, 
36 kids received pay. Uh, we paid out over $5,000, close to $6,000 in pay this week to the youth for coming and learning. And this also helps their self-esteem. Uh, it helps them to have their own money to go out and buy things and not fall into the trap of, you know, possibly stealing. You know, it's helping the family so that it's so many things. It's such a blessing. And it, and it, you know, we couldn't do this without you. So thank you so much. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.